Welcome to Bible Stories for Blasphemers. This is not a theology, history, or morality podcast. It is simply a podcast where stories from a very popular book are told by a moderately adequate storyteller. And if you were expecting family-friendly language, I'm afraid you won't find that here either. Enjoy. of this fucking episode. No. No. This is the first try. This is totally the first this try. This is absolutely the, totally the first, the first correct of this time. didn't get eaten. By time. <laughs> by the internet. So here's the situation, the folks. Um, this is a week later than we planned to put this uh, episode out because... We recorded this like two weeks ago, and then um, now it's lost to time. The file that it was recorded on has been broken. Is broken and unlistenable. <laughs> yeah. And so now we're here. But the pop corner we recorded separately. So um, in this case, the pop corner was recorded before the story you're about to hear. But originally, the story you're about to hear was recorded before the yes. pop corner. So in the pop corner, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about some things that happen. And so now I have to give context for those things when they would have normally happened in this episode. It's all so. the energy in the studio <laughs> The energy in the studio. It's a little rough because we lost an episode and we're upset. <laughs> yes. So that's how it's going. Yeah. So, um, it's time to do the Bible stories, but basically everyone, we're, it's us, we're back. We are We're back. doing regular episodes now. Yeah. Um, everyone expects this of us, and no one thinks that we would ever have stopped doing it forever, so. No one, no one is worried that. about us Mm-mm. having taken a months-long hiatus with no warning. No. No one's worried about that. Um, but... Um, I do believe in the first recording of this episode, no, wait, that was the New Year's one. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I think I said why I, we took a break, but no, we did in the New Year's one. Um, so yeah, let's talk about what happened. I feel like we need to make all the same jokes. I need to like talk about how I lost the red Bible again and now we have to use a black one. Yeah. And Mariah's like I forgot about that. I'm really upset because Dan lost their Bible and still (laughs) hasn't found it. I have other You are such a bad Christian. I'm not a Christian. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is my point. We both took a drink at the same time. We both took a drink. The pause was brought to you by Coca Cola and Starbucks. Uh, Our respective drinks. So, yeah, Dan has lost their Bible, so we're using the one that has their birth name engraved on it. Yeah. Yeah. Engraved? It's monogrammed. Monogrammed? Yeah. Imprinted? I don't know. Yeah. I I believe that um, this was a gift for my wedding from Henry's grandparents. Really, for some reason, I thought that it was from it was like for when you were born. No, man, I had a children's Bible when I was born. Didn't you say that your parents gave you like a thing about the sword of God or whatever, and you're gonna be what? a soldier? Uh, my grandparents did. And that, that was a Bible, wasn't it? That was a particular verse in a Bible, and they put that on the inside of a Bible they gave me, which might have been that red one. So they did give you a Bible. I've had my life. My grandparents did, not my parents. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been given a lot of Bibles, and I have a lot of Bibles, mm-hmm. and I don't continue to have all of them. 
I do have an extreme teen Bible that um, is actually a prop and doesn't have the real Bible inside. I do love that you have done that. I did have an extreme teen girl's Bible as a child, which was pink. Um, Because you have to gender your Bibles. You have to gender your Bibles is just the name of the episode, I think. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't remember, or I don't know what you were going to name it, but that's the new name. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the last time that we talked about the Bible, according to the listener's perspective, was, um, when they got outside of the promised lands. Yeah, we were just sort of introing sort of the beginning of numbers and they got to the outside of the promised land. Yeah. And it, the story of numbers hadn't really started yet. Yes. So this is going to be the first real story in the book of numbers. I wonder what happens. I wonder. You this will be the first time before. I know what happens. It's going to be <laughs> no, great. No, that's not true. We have also re-recorded once before. The audacity's eaten our shit at least twice. <laughs> The audacity. The audacity yes. of it all. Yes. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so um, the energy is off for this one, and now you know why. Yeah, and... and we can continue. Um, we are really great podcasters, everybody. We're I just want everyone to know yep. that. Yep. Super <laughs> The best ones always have to tell people that. So, anyway, um, I believe God was like, Moses... Um, here's your land, and they were like, okay, but what do we do? And he was like, go get it. Well, okay, so (laughs) there's a few things that were, like, little stories that we talked about before this, um, because the people kept, like, complaining to Moses on the way over here, and they had, they wanted better manna, and they wanted some quails to eat. And Miriam and Aaron, like, had some opposition to Moses, and then Miriam got, like, leprosy for a day. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so, but now we're here, and we are outside of Canaan, the promised land of milk and honey. Yes, yes. Yeah, which... A.K.A. Israel. I mean, yeah, no. I don't think, I don't think the boundaries are exact on that, but it's that area. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah. All right. So, um, regale me, youth pastor Dan. What happens next? Okay. This is going to be a quick one because Mariah's going to have so many fewer questions (laughs) because she's heard this already. I'm going to try real hard (laughs) to (laughs) formulate as many questions as before. It's all fine. And jokes. Just make jokes. All jokes. (laughs) (laughs) No questions. Just jokes. Um, so they got to the land. (laughs) <laughs> and we're on Numbers chapter 13 now. Okay. So That's a lucky number. Yeah, it seems good. Yeah. Um, so the Lord told Moses to get people to spy on the land of Canaan. Right. Um, which is the land he's going to give them. And he was like, go in there and check things out. Um, From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone, a chief among them. So, like, make sure you get at least one guy who is kind of a leader of his tribe. So each of the tribes represent each of the sons, children of uh, Isaac. Yeah. Yeah, Isaac. Yes. Um, Yeah. So they got all of these guys. I'm not going to read out all of their names because there's a Let's see how many you remember. The Levites. The... Oh, yeah. The the tribe names. The Burgerites. What? There was one that, for some reason, reminds me of a hamburger. Reuben? Yeah. <laughs> the Reubenites. <laughs> that was, um... That was original to this recording. That was original. I'm sorry. That one... <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't remember Reuben, but yeah, burger. Burgerites. Yes. Yes. Well, these are not... Those guys are long dead. These are their descendants. Well, yeah, I know. But the tribe names are based on the names of the kids. Yeah. So I'm not going to read all of the names of all the spies. But the two that are important to us are um, from the tribe of Judah, Caleb. um, Oh, my 
God. And we talked also, so much about how we hate the name Caleb. We did <laughs> talk about that. I just remembered that. that. Um, it's not worth repeating. Let me just say that. Sorry to anyone named Caleb, but and we don't like And also from the tribe of if- Ephraim, um, Hoshea, the son of Nun, or Joshua. Joshua. Yes. Um, which is Moses' like, helper guy. Yeah, that's his like right-hand man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Aaron's his right-hand man. He, this is his, like, servant boy. His apprentice, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Caleb and Joshua are, like, the ones that we care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and he said, uh, go up into the hill country and see what the land is and whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, whether they are few or many, and whether the land that they dwell in is good or bad, and whether the cities that they dwell in are camps or strongholds, and whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are trees in it or not. So, like, everything we need to know about how strong are they, how well fortified are they, do they have fruit trees and stuff for us to, like, make a living here, mm-hmm. etc. Etc. Um, he says, be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land. Oh, wait, doesn't he bring, like, a bushel of grapes or something? Yeah, well, yeah. specifically, it, the Bible <laughs> says the time was the season of the first ripe, ripe grapes. That's it. Um, so they went out, and they spied on the land. That's a good symbol of, like, fertile land, I guess. That means there's a lot of water and a lot of sun. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, they came to the valley of Eshol. Eshkol? And, uh, God, it's like, you've never even read this book. I swear to God, I will never get some of these names. Never, never. I never. I'm okay with that because there's a lot of names I'll never get, like Reuben. I mean, the thing is, when you hear about this story in church, they usually don't say all the names. Because they're they're also like, I can't say the name or I'll sound dumb. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. And they only mention names like Caleb and Joshua. The important ones. The important ones. Yeah. Um, so they came there. How convenient that all the important folks have easy to pronounce names. That's why they were picked. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, sorry, dude, your name has to change to Joshua. I mean, it's also probably like, like Abraham probably wouldn't be that easy to say and know how to say if it wasn't one that is important. And so we say it all the time. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they, they went to this valley, they cut down from there a branch with a cluster of grapes, and uh, they also brought some prom- pomegranates and figs. Mm, wow, that's a great land. And uh, they spent 40 days just, like, spying out the land, okay. walking all around it, getting Now everyone, fruit. we all know 40 days means just a long time. No, well, <laughs> in... There's no way the, this much shit has happened for just 40 days, coincidentally. In in the story of it, yeah. I, I don't know if historically any of this even happened. Sure. But in the mythology, it is exactly 40 days. Because that will come back around later. Well, they say that all the time, though. Of yeah. Things being 40 days. And that just means a long time. 40 days, I mean... It's it's numerology. Like, there are numbers that mean yeah. things within mythology. But I'm like, do you think they're actually, like, at this time going, okay, we have to do 40 days because that's the important number? No, I think you're looking at this as history, and I'm saying don't look at it as history. <laughs> we don't know if any of this even happened at all. This is, like, a constant issue with us. <laughs> this is not a history podcast. I take podcast. this as a lesson. It's and not a history podcast. It's a mythology podcast. Right. But I also like to try to, like, make it make sense. <laughs> yes. But I'm saying you don't have to make it make literal sense. Yeah. But the 40 days thing, like, just saying. They either always do shit in 40-day increments only, or it just Maybe. means a long time. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah. Or both, in the, I guess. In the sense of numerology, it's, like, stands for, like, a completed Right. No, it told, I get that. Yeah. I'm more like, are they literally counting 40 days? Or is this just how they say, like, a moon cycle or something? In the mythology of the Bible, they're counting 40 days. Okay. Gotcha. 
but I I don't know. God, I hate the Bible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't this hate is, you, Bible. This is why our episode got eaten. Because we're heathens. We're yeah. blasphemers. Yeah. God's like, is... you're lucky I didn't just Audacity destroy you. A really Christian program. <laughs> And they hate us. That's actually very funny. <laughs> um, so, then what? So, we spent 40 days. That's okay. fine. A long time. And then they came back to Moses and Aaron and all of the congregation of the people of Israel in the wilderness. And they brought back word to them. Caleb and um, jo- Joshua. About, they... Well, all of the spies, but oh. including Caleb and Joshua, which are the ones we care about. Okay. Um, they brought back word to them. Um, they brought back word... And they showed them the fruit of the land, and they told them, uh, we came to the land which you sent us. Uh, it flows with milk and honey, mm-hmm. and this is its fruit, yes. which you can see is very good. Yes. Um, however, the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. And besides, we saw the descendants of Anak there, which are giants. Um, giants! Or the same thing so... as like Nephilim that we've talked about Nephilim and Anak are one and the same. The descendants of Anak um, is often uh, people equate that to the same thing that people were talking about Mm -hmm. in Genesis when they talked about the the sons of men and angels. Yeah. Or women and angels. Okay, folks. So I have a theory about this. Okay, now... I have since learned the answer, but you don't get to know that answer. But this was presented this is my as theory. a theory the first time <laughs> yes. that we recorded this. So Mariah needs to present this again. I have to present it again because it's important that you know that I thought this. Mm-hmm. So um, basically the first thing I think of when they say these giants, these descendants of other people, Canaanite, whatever, mm-hmm. It, to me, sounds like maybe Neanderthals or, like, some kind of other form of human Mm -hmm. that wasn't as evolved or was more evolved in one direction that made them bigger. Yeah. And I don't know which one it would be, but either was more evolved or was less evolved to be big. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, that... Is my theory about what they ran into. Maybe not literally Neanderthals, because the timeline is, like, rough, but, um... Sorry, that was my work. That was the computer. But potentially, like, descendants of Neanderthal-type humanoids. I don't know. So that was my, um, theory. And then also I just thought of this, like, early, 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 early on when we were in Adam and Eve days. I think... I'm going to have to go back and listen, but I feel like I had this theory back then about Canaanites. Maybe. Yeah. But it's not Canaanites. They never say Canaanites. What do they say? They, well, in Genesis, they talk about angels came down and had children's with, children's, and had (laughs) children with human women, and they called those the Nephilim. Okay. Um, And now, in Numbers, they are calling it Descendants of Anak. But don't but don't they say in the um, Cain and Abel story like the land of Canaan the the Canaanites like that kind of thing? Yeah, but that's not they don't use that to refer spe- specifically to giants. No, I know, but I'm saying like, what if, man? What if? What if? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my theory. Anyway, so then what? They see um, the big people and they're like, oh god. Well, the spies saw some big people and were like, "Oh dear hey, Lord, there are big people there. Oh dear Lord, um, we cannot fight these big people." And the Lord said, "I hate you. <laughs> You're getting ahead in the I'm story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." <laughs> Mariah's heard this one. <laughs> um, so all the spies came back and they were like, "Look at all this good shit," but also they have big cities and they have big people. Right. Oh, and... I should also just say about the. Theory I have. This all goes in the same thing as what Dan just said about how I think it's history and Dan thinks yeah. it's mythology. It's fucking giants are yeah. in a lot of that was Dan's mythology. like argument at me. I I believe was like okay, but this saying, is fake. I wasn't saying like well, you weren't saying I'm definitely wrong. You're no. wrong. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is 
We have a disclaimer at the top of no, this yeah, podcast definitely. that says it's not a history podcast. Yeah, just, but just like the 40 days thing. It's like you weren't saying you're definitely wrong, but you're like, but this is a mythology. But yeah, yeah. that's not so really you're, the So you're saying, you were saying written. like, but this is a mythology. There could be giants. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Um, yeah, because when we're looking at this and the genre that it's in, it was not written to literally record history. It was mm-hmm. written as a story to be told. And I feel like for sense. their purposes, this was good enough as recording history, though. Like, um, this was considered yeah. enough. <laughs> Parts of it yeah. are recording history when they talk about, like, genealogies. Yeah. And it seems like, like the ancient Egyptians, for example, wouldn't have made a hist- historical record like this. They would have made maybe a more literal historical record. Um, they also have mythology, but yeah, there's also read... historical records, too. I haven't read any of their stuff, but yeah, they have both, but it's... Yeah. It, I don't know how far back their stuff goes. I'm just talking about, like, you know, just... This was the pharaoh, and then this was the pharaoh. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. they have that in here with the yeah. genealogies of the son of so-and-so who was the son of so-and-so yeah. who was the but son But we don't of know if any of them are real is the thing. Um, I mean, the genealogy itself is probably, like, oral tradition passed down. Yeah. Um, so there's someone out here related to Adam and Eve. Everyone out here. Everyone out here. (laughs) (laughs) Those two are so real. Actually, this is... It's fake. This is good because this is something that has happened since we originally recorded this that is relevant to this. Um, I've been looking into my family's genealogy Uh um, after Dan kind of showed me how on Ancestry.com. I did. Yeah, you were like, you just have to look at the hints. It'll yeah. just do it for you. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, sometimes you got to double check. Well, yeah. So I did definitely have to do stuff, a lot of but... double checking. But in this particular branch of the family I was looking at, it's like England all the way back. It's just like England, just England, England, England. England. Wait, 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 wait. Just <laughs> like, I have could one... not be more Caucasian. So it, luckily for me, they were really good at keeping genealogical records. So that's why I was able to trace it back really far. But this is all just to say, um, something came up when I was looking at this that I wanted to tell you uh, on the podcast. The the dates for them, I found this, like, um, writing that uh, you probably know, like, genealogists will sometimes publish excerpts from a work on Ancestry.com so that people can use those excerpts to, like, learn about their family, basically. So I was reading one of these excerpts from some genealogist and they make this point like it should be noted that all of these dates were written when March 25th was the new year and I was mm. like oh my god we just talked about we this just talked yeah about that. I thought that was so fascinating I didn't realize that like my family did that yeah man that's cool man you you came from England. Everybody yeah. came from people who didn't used to do the calendar the way. <laughs> I know. But it's like, it was, what was actually fascinating to me was that it was recent enough that it was, like, recorded. Like, yeah, yeah no, this was around and the calendar changed. So in case anyone's wondering, I, I managed to go back to, like, the year 1037. But yeah. earlier than that is much harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I've gotten, kind of hit a wall there. I've gotten about that far with one branch of my family that is purely Irish all the way back, mm-hmm. like Fitzgerald, which is yeah. one of the oldest sort of n- name, like surnames in Ireland. Yeah, um, I didn't know that was Irish until you told me. You were like, obviously that's Irish, and I, Irish, and I was like, oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very Irish sound. I feel like O'Malley is Irish. That is also Irish, yeah. Or, I don't know. O'Brien. O'Brien. Or yeah. O'Brien. Yeah. Well. Or potatoes. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but anyway. All right, we're far off. Where that we was cool, though, far. wasn't it? I thought that was it cool. cool. Yeah. Okay, where we where we diverged from the Bible. Um, um, that's so in line with talking about genealogy, too. Where did we diverge? Yeah. When did our last name change? 
That is also really cool to be like, okay, wait, this was called Le Jardin in French. Uh huh. And by the time it got to my grandmother, the name was Gardener. <laughs> it's just like, it's wow, we really downgraded. Um, yeah, I have uh, Tilson in my family. That um, I've never heard that name. Tilson, yeah. It's, uh, it's only a few generations ago they immigrated from Sweden. Really? Name... You're Swedish? Oh my god, that's cool. Yeah, uh, well, that's like the other big one uh, besides Irish. Yeah. But um, the name before then, when they were in Sweden, was Tufessen. What a name. Tufessen. Tufessen. That sounds like to feast, you know? Tufessen. Because in German, Essen means eating. I don't. So Tufessen in my head means to feast. I, but I don't think Swedish and German are at all related. So I, I, I have no idea how you're supposed to say it in <laughs> Yeah, Swedish, I don't know. So. Um, but, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, listeners, um, you're going to hear more about that, just so you know. Okay, we're way off course. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, it's fine though, because I'm being way less inquisitive because I've heard this story before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now let's finish the Now story. shut up. Now shut up. <laughs> like, did your, did your like, Sunday school teacher ever tell you that? <laughs> now shut the fuck Probably. up and let me. Probably. They definitely wanted to if they didn't say it. I mean, because I also learned, I learned most of the Bible not in Sunday school, but in actual school. And an actual teacher in your Bible class that you get a grade on. Will tell you to shut up. God, that's so <laughs> weird that you would get graded on it. Like, this is a spiritual religion and we're going to grade you on it. What the fuck is that? That's my That's so bonkers. Educational experience. Absolutely not. You should never be graded on a religion. In this. It's like more ridiculous than grading art. People grade art too. I know that's an accepted ridiculous thing. On art, I know, but I'm saying that's an accepted ridiculous thing. Like the fact that someone could give you an F in art is people, bullshit. People get like degrees in theology. Yeah. Like getting getting graded on your Bible, but when is you're not learning the Bible unusual. for the first time as a little kid. Like, you don't, it's just, that's not what it's about, man. Religion shouldn't be about that. I guess that's true, but that's Imagine if you got fucking graded on how much you like food or something. Like, something that is a, a feeling you have, you food know? appreciation. Yeah. All right. I mean, I guess if you're just being graded on content, sure, but that's like. I mean, a boring. lot of it, yeah. It's yeah. like knowing what happens in the Bible. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm the worst. I'll shut up now. But also I um <laughs> but also I won't. <laughs> okay, so they came to the people. The spies came to the people and were like this land the people is fucking of Israel. So yeah. well guarded and uh, that's upsetting. And Caleb uh quieted the people before Moses and he said let us go up at once and occupy it for we are well able to overcome it. He was like, "No, you guys, we can totally do it. We we go now, we, you know, do a battle, it, it'll totally go fine. Fucking Caleb. I can't emphasize enough how much we ragged on that name. We did rag we on that name. We ragged on it so much more than we should have. <laughs> it was irresponsible, frankly. <laughs> Sorry to all the Caleb's. Um, <sighs> and then the men who had gone up with Caleb were all like, absolutely not. They said, um, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we are. Um, and they, they brought an all around, it says a bad report of the land, uh, that they had spied. They you said the land, the land, they said <laughs> the land through which we have gone to spy is a land that devours its inhabitants and did, all of I the people know we the saw word. in it are of a great height. <laughs> all the people we saw in it are of a great height. They say, um, and there yeah. we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak who mm-hmm. came from the Nephilim. And we uh, seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers. Yeah. And so we seemed to them. They're like, compared to them, we are like little bugs. That's fucking cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty neat. That is really neat. They're like, we looked at them <laughs> and we felt like tiny little bugs. I love that. Because they're so big. Yeah, they're big giants. Um, that's wild. Um, so then the congregation, who heard all of this, 
um, raised a loud cry and the people wept. Did they uh, fall on their faces? They didn't fall on their faces yet. <laughs> Not <That's>, yet. <laughs> they're going to do that later. Um, they grumbled against Moses and Aaron, uh, and they said, We wish that we would have died in the land of Egypt. Why why, uh, why are you? did you bring us here to die in this wilderness? Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? They said, Our wives and our little ones will become prey. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? And then they all turned to one another and decided to start choosing a new leader to bring them back to Egypt. Oh, wow. God's not going to like that, you guys. God's not going to like that one. (gasps) That's like a coup against God. Yep. (laughs) It's like... It's not a good idea. You know what, man? Um, I'm fucking done. He he did deliver us this promised land, yes, but I don't want to share it, so I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do, I like, I do want to point out, like, there was no, like, we talked to them and considered sharing land. Oh, no, God didn't want them to share land. Exactly. God wanted them to go in here and kill everybody. If they had gone in and been like, can I we share their land? I wonder if they're like they creations of a different god and he's like, fuck them. I don't want them around. That's um, my competition. That would kind of make sense with the mythology because they do worship a different god. Yeah, and um, God definitely has a thing where he's jealous of other, other gods. gods. Yeah. yeah. Who are all real. I am a jealous god. According to the mythology. According to God, they're all real. They're just not as tough as him. Um, so they are basically like, okay, God wants us to kill these people, and they're definitely going to kill us, and they're going to kill our children violently, and we would rather just go back to Egypt. So then Moses and Aaron, they fell on their faces. Excellent. Uh, before the assembly of the congregation of the people of Israel. And Joshua, uh, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jeff. Jephina, um, they were among those had sp- who had spied out the land, uh, and they tore their clothes out of, I guess, this anger. Is the, we're, we're upset. Time to Yeah, they're very clothes. upset. And they said to the congregation, um, the land which we passed through is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. And do not fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Basically, like, they yeah. are just, we are going to consume We're going to eat these giants. <laughs> but we're going to, we're going to. I do like the idea of, like, that being a way of just saying they're fucking nothing to me. They're, they're bred to me. me. They're bred to <laughs> I me. I eat them. <laughs> I eat giants for breakfast. Exactly. That's what they're saying. Exactly. Um, they said their protection is removed from them. And the Lord is with us, so do not fear them. So this is where I'm thinking, like, what would I do if I were in the situation of, like, these leaders of um, of these tribes? What would I do? Like, would I side with Caleb and, um, or would I be like, actually, I would love to not fight them. Let's go back to Egypt. I feel like I, knowing myself, would probably just be like, Fuck this. <laughs> but there's also a part of me like, well, if I saw him perform miracles, which they had seen yeah, many they, times they at this saw point. A pillar of cloud yeah. and a pillar of fire. and the They've seen many parted. miracles. They've seen God, essentially, yeah. as much as anyone could. And I think, well, maybe that would sway me to be like, no, this God guy is pretty powerful. I mean, when this is taught in a sermon, that is the point of it. It's like they had seen proof of God being powerful and good to them, and they still didn't trust in God. Yeah. I mean, I just hate that they're punished for that, but okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, the congregation at this point um, that said to stone them. Yes. To stone Caleb and Joshua yes, for, yes. for saying this. Uh, but the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the people of Israel. Um, and the so Lord, this is while Moses and Aaron are on their faces. Moses and Aaron are on their faces <laughs> and uh, Caleb and Joshua are tearing their clothes. And getting stones thrown. Well, the the people are threatening to they're, throw stones at they're them. They're debating whether they're, stones shall be They're thrown. picking out their stones. <laughs> <laughs> um 
And the Lord appeared to everyone and said to Moses, How long will these people despise me? And how long will they not believe in me in spite of all the signs that I have done among them? I will strike them with a pestilence and disinherit them. And I will make you a nation greater and mightier than all of them. Uh, I mean, like, I hate... God only likes Moses. He doesn't like I just else. hate this, like, this attitude is so, like, way to not be the bigger person, God. No, God's but, never been that. Yeah, no. but, like, I also do really, like, if I'd seen all those miracles, like, I'd be like, well, I don't know, he did a lot of shit. Like, maybe, yeah. who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Moses said to the Lord... The thing that you expect Moses to say to the Lord. Every time the Lord is like, I'm going to kill all these people. He's like, but God. God, if you do that, (laughs) the Egyptians are going to hear about it and they're going to think you're not that powerful. Uh, Every time. Every time. so funny. Just let me threaten your status to get you to be kind to people. I I mean, he's threatening God's pride. He's like, if you do that, people will talk. Yeah. (laughs) And also, this is, I believe, something I brought up last time. Um, I remember saying that these, like, these men in this family are, there's, like, just a couple of them that Uh if it weren't for them, (laughs) like... Yeah, it's Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and and Moses. Moses. Yeah, and And Joseph. And they all know how to, and I guess Noah a little bit, but they all know how to tell God to like, but what if you didn't do that? Wouldn't it be smarter to not do that? Yeah, and and (laughs) when we get the story of um, Jacob wrestling with an angel... That yeah. is very much the same idea, where it's like, these are people who knew how to have a fight with God. Yeah, these basically. are the people who, yeah, who knew, like... How to manipulate God into doing what they wanted. In the utmost respect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, knowing that this being was more powerful than, than yeah. them, but also being clever and crafty yeah. the way that people often are in other mythologies with, like... You know, talking to Faye. Yeah. And things. No, and I think we've all been in situations, at least I have, been in situations where you realize you're having to talk to an unstable person to and try to get them to not do the thing that they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and you're and they might be unstable because they just experienced something terrible or whatever. It could be a very valid reason. But like when you kind of have to like put aside logic to just fit into their worldview for a second to bring them to where you are. You have to meet them where they're at. And yeah. I think that's what they're good at. But it's such a shame that God needs that. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, um, I guess. But it, it is a place where you see similarity to a lot of other um, mythical heroes within other yeah. like, pantheons. Where it's like, these are people who knew how to be tricky with the gods because right. they knew the gods were more powerful, but they could pull, you know, manipulation or a trick or a Right. But it is kind of beautiful that it's humans that can do that. And then I think, like, we were discussing this last time, too, how um, in the New Testament, Jesus is born as a human. Mm-hmm. And uh, he could have been born as anything, technically. But he was born I mean, as a most human. Thing, most yeah. other things can't talk, so yeah. that would have been an issue. <laughs> but, like, it's... That around then is, like, he's the one who died for our sins. He's the one that everyone's like, this was a great person, and it seems, like, pretty uni- like universal that people think that about him. And that seems like when God started having a better reputation. Uh, at least in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, for Christians, yeah. For, I haven't gotten there yet, but, like... I do love the idea that it took a human to, like, make God kind of become better. Yeah. You know? God has a character his, arc. His humanity sure. was inserted into the character arc when he became Jesus for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> we have to get through this So, story. Moses is so like, Moses, they're going to think you're so weak. Moses says, uh, listen, if you disinherit all these people and cause a pestilence and kill all of them, um, the Egyptians will hear about it, and then they will, you know, tell the inhabitants of this land, 
and everyone is gonna know that you were with these people because everyone's seen your cloud and stuff with the Israelites. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you kill them, everyone's going to be like, well, he's not a very good God. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a bad God. So he killed all of his followers and they followed him for 40 years. He says, uh, please pardon the iniquity of these people. According to the greatness of your steadfast love, just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt until now. Basically, like, forgive them again. Yeah. You've done it a lot of times. You're so benevolent. You're so great. You're so great. You oh don't my God. This is why people say God all. is a benevolent God. It's because it's just like, if we tell him that, he'll believe it. <laughs> Maybe he'll act like it. <laughs> yeah, probably. They're just taking a page out of Moses' book. Um, so the Lord said in response to this, okay, I have pardoned them. According to your word, because you asked me to. Yes. Because I but, love you. truly as I live, and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the <gasps> Lord. Wait a second. God is alive. God is alive. That means he could be dead. Mm. As long as I live? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Um, truly as I live, and as the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, none of the men who have seen my glory and my signs that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness... And yet have put me to the test these ten times and have not obeyed my voice. None of those men shall see the land that I swore to give to their fathers. And none of those who have despised me here shall see it. You know, I kind of get his point. I did ten tricks for you in Egypt. I did a whole bunch of tricks. And then so many more on the way here. And now, now that you're here, now that <laughs> you you're won't here, fight you're the not giants brave for enough me. to fight the giants even <laughs> though I told you I would make sure you win. Yeah. Well, I guess he didn't technically tell them that until after they saw they were giants. I think, yeah, the, yeah. well, they have a pretty good idea. Yeah. They they know that they have been told to fight the giants. Yeah. Um, but, he says, my servant Caleb, because he is a different spirit and has followed me fully, um, I will bring into the land in which he went and his descendants shall possess it. So he's like, Caleb, Caleb can do it. So all of these people who walked through the desert this whole time now will never get to see the promised land. So except basically, yes. Well, and he has a few other exceptions. So he says, um, how long shall this wicked congregation grumble against me? First of all, I need to complain. (laughs) Wicked. Um, You guys are wicked. And then he says, uh, tell the people, um... Your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness, and all of your number listed in the sentence from 20 years old and upward, who have grumbled against me, not one of those people shall come into the land where I swore that I would make you dwell, except for Caleb and Joshua. Well, Caleb and Joshua didn't grumble against him. Exactly. So he's excluding them. But everyone else over the age of 20... Uh, is going to die in the wilderness. But here's what makes me sad is like, what if I'm part of the burger house, the burger tribe, and my guy is like, um, no, I don't want to fight these giants. And I'm like, dude, we can totally take them. We have God. You Am probably, I now not allowed to you go You probably in? would have been mentioned along with Caleb Aww, and Joshua. That's nice. Okay, cool. At least mythologically. Yeah. It, this, it, within this story, yeah. they say everyone else disagrees. So let's just pencil in and Mariah. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Maybe they don't include women. I don't know. Um, They've got to. Like, how else are they supposed to procreate? Well, I just don't know if the women are, if their thoughts on whether or not they should fight are taken into account. Oh, interesting. Um, I forgot about how I don't have any say. Yeah, I know. But God does also say, um, your little ones who you said would become prey, I will bring them in and they shall know the land that you have rejected. But as for you, your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness. Oh, that's so savage. It's so <laughs> savage. It's so good. So is it basically, good? even I mean, Moses good, isn't allowed in. It's a good fucking phrase. Why doesn't he let Moses in? Is because of things that Moses will do later. And also, Moses is pretty old. He's definitely going to die within forty years. Because that's the next part. He says, um, "Your children shall be shepherds in the wilderness for forty years, right? Um, and shall suffer for your faith." 
faithlessness until the last of your dead bodies lies in the wilderness. That's According... so just metal sounding. <laughs> it's just by the so way. metal, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so according to the number of days in which you spied out the land for 40 days, um, one year for each day, you shall bear your iniquity. Um, wow. Fuck that. You're the one who told me to go for 40 days. I hate you. (laughs) I mean, if they had gone for 40 days and then decided we're going to fight the giants, like God said, this wouldn't be an issue. Um, but, and then he closes with, I, the Lord have spoken. Yeah. Surely this will I do to all this wicked congregation who are gathered together against me in this wilderness, they shall come to a full end and there they shall die. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, it's so hardcore. It fucking goes so hard. <laughs> I really feel like conflicted when I say stuff like this, like genuinely how I don't understand why people like this. Like, there are, I, I don't know why someone would read that and be like, oh, yeah, I want him. But it seems like it's more it. of a belief thing rather than a desire. Like, oh, this is just how it is. I mean, yes, when you yeah. are raised in the church, um, it's not like you get a choice yeah. between this and other religions. Yeah. You are told this is this the is thing. The, this, this is what happened. It if you don't like it, I'm sorry. But I also understand that there are people for whom they see something like this. They see heroes yeah. like Moses or Caleb and Joshua. They see the thing that you were bringing up of like, well, these people had lots of chances yeah. to believe in God. They saw yeah. lots of miracles. They should have listened. And they see God being powerful. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I do want that on my side because as long as I'm faithful, things so will I be get, good. So I get, that's why I now understand the term God-fearing. I'm yes. like, okay, yeah. this makes sense. Like, it's not that you just are so grateful for this guy. It's just like, please don't kill me. I mean... I would be so grateful if you did not kill me. It's also <laughs> like being grateful for like people think that, you know, God did give them miracles and provide them manna in the desert and yeah, give them the ability give eventually you, to take this land. You didn't get any miracles. Oh, no, yeah. but if you grow up, yeah. if you go to a church, they will say, you were given the miracle of your parents didn't abort you and you were born into a, you know, a, a not a third-class yeah. country and you're third in a Christian... Is, I think. The third world. Yeah. <laughs> And you have, you know, your life or your health or, like, every good thing that's happened to you is because of God. If you go to a church, they will say that God gave you your life and your status and your possessions and whatever you have. I got in an argument with a guy once who... I was, like, in the middle of college, like, community college. Mm -hmm. So that was the busiest I've ever been. I was, like, working from four in the morning till like noon as a barista. And then I would go to school until my last class was done. So I'd get home at eight Mm -hmm. and I was just busy as fuck. And like, I had my own apartment because of my job. And this guy, he came over and was like, God, you're so lucky. Like you have all this stuff. And I was like, I'm not, I don't know if I would call it lucky. I've had to like work my ass off for all this shit. Mm -hmm. But like, we got in this fight about it. Now I still don't even know who's right. Because I'm like, yeah, I guess it is, like, wise to be like, yeah, I'm lucky that I had the opportunity to do all these things. But at the time, I was like, fuck you. I'm not lucky. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> I mean, there's there's an amount of... Someone always has it worse. Yeah. Someone always has more marginalizations, more hard times, yeah. more like well, this guy social structures not, working against them. This guy was not that guy. No, but, I'm yeah. sure not. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, okay, so it's, it's time for the pop corner, a, which was recorded a bit ago, and it's and actually not going to be the pop corner. It's, it's something new, different. It's and something exciting. new and good. So, so please enjoy that, yeah. and we'll be back with a hopefully chronologically sound episode <laughs> next week. Well, we are so happy you have joined us back. We would love if you could continue listening. You're the best. I love you. Okay. We will probably say that again at the end of the pop corner. Yeah, that. that's also know. true. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, anyway, so bye. BRB, we'll see, we'll see you in a sec. <laughs> <laughs>
We are back from break. We, wow, the gain is high on that. Well, I screamed, so... You did scream. Yeah. I guess we're fine. I think it's okay. Um, <laughs> we're back from break, and we didn't take a whole week in between... It was totally a normal length break. Um, but actually... That was for the mic. <laughs> just <laughs> grip it and rip it, folks. <laughs> Uh, shout out to the McElroys. Do we have to fix these levels? Because that really the does The levels look are bad. Insane. <laughs> Hold up. That's a bit better. It's a little bit better. Yeah. I well, I was say. I was being louder in that moment. Okay. That was intentional. Um. Anyway. Oh, now your ASMR voice. <laughs> back back to <laughs> the popcorner. Actually, I will say to you and to the audience. Um, I believe I kind of like. Taking a break in between when we read the thing mm-hmm. and the popcorner uh-huh. because I just happened this last week while I was watching something or listening to something, I don't remember. I just happened to learn something that was so relevant to what we had just talked about. Okay. That it made me think like it would be worth like looking into these wild theories that are insane that I come up with and just seeing if there's something out there yeah. to support my wild ideas. That, I mean, confirmation bias, but yes. <laughs> I know, but it's fun. <laughs> Who cares? It's fun. No, but so this is the most interesting thing. So I guess instead of the pop-pop-pop corner... We're going to the sci sci science section. Whoa. <laughs> that was brand new and exciting. <laughs> I wanted to wait to be in person. Oh, yeah, we're in person again. We're in person again. Uh, okay, anyway. um, So, I just remembered where I heard this. It was listening to the book Sapiens okay. on Audible. Um... I I hate to say that brand. I don't know why I did. I was just listening to the audiobook. It doesn't matter what I was listening to. Okay, on. we'll bleep that we'll part. We'll bleep that brand <laughs> out. Because <laughs> they don't fucking... I, yeah. So, this came up about um, the coexistence of Neanderthals. Because I guess that's how you say it. Neanderthals and um, Homo sapiens and other kinds of Homo blah blahs. Eroticism. (laughs) (laughs) That's something I would say. Who? What is happening? So (laughs) this is when we switch places in the corner. Yeah, you tell me something. (laughs) No, but this is in the science corner. You tell me something. This is also a good reason why we should take a break, because I can look up some science about the dumb story we just heard. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so, we have this theory in the episode, oh, what if the big people were, like, part Neanderthal or something? You had that theory. I had that theory. Yes. I just said we to make it inclusive of you, so that well, when I prove you. myself right, that you get the points oh, okay. for that. All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be my, a good friend. My theory was a lot of mythology has giants in it. I don't know. <laughs> well, so, okay. In general, there was a long series of questions of whether or not Neanderthals and humans could procreate and make children that could procreate, meaning yeah. they were of the same species. So, I've read Clan of the Cave Bear. I don't know what that is, but... Don't worry about it. Okay. It's a deep cut. Is it a Christian thing? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, it's very much not. It's a very sexual thing that I shouldn't have read as a teenager. Oh, is, it, a Christian is teenager. it like a fan fiction? No, I mean, it's just an adult series of novels that are about... Gotcha. Like a, a early modern human who was raised by Neanderthals and... Oh, that's fascinating, actually. (laughs) But insane. It's insane, yeah. Okay, but no, listen. So, um, definitely listen to this book. It's fascinating. But all this to say, when they sequenced um, DNA, once that was a thing that we could do reliably, um, 
we were willing, we being people who were the owners of Neanderthal DNA, were willing to let it be sequenced so that we could see if anyone alive today was related to this person, this Neanderthal person. And there were people alive today related to them, meaning humans and Neanderthals are of the same species. And they procreated, and people today, it says about 1% to 4% of non-African humans, because Neanderthals did not originate in Africa, I think. That's a good and important... Yeah. So, of non-African humans have Neanderthal DNA, which is just the biggest own to the shithead white professors at Oxford who yep. think, who like to say that humans started in England, like, as if that makes any fucking Wait, sense. who says that? No, it's just, no one says that, but before it was no determined, well, before it was determined and agreed upon that Africa was where humanity started, I, white scientists were claiming it started in Europe. And I thought you were going to say it's a big own to the people who used to justify racism by saying that that's what I'm saying yeah to- that's what I'm saying it is the biggest yeah. own because they're the fucking pure humans you know <laughs> like what and um so one to four percent of non-african humans meaning Asia Middle East and Europe um I have no idea about like Australia but that's that's what they said in the book okay and then um he says there's one documented encounter between Neanderthals and humans. I don't fucking know how this was documented, but there's like fossilized evidence of an encounter, like fossilized footprints under a lake bed. Encounter? What does that mean? Yeah. You should definitely check out the book. Because it was, it's science. Does it mean sexual? Oh no, I think it's just Okay. Like the species coexisting, great. But I um, to know yeah, I guess that's true. I wasn't being like, I would have just said had sex. Um, Fair. <laughs> yeah. So the only documented encounter between humans and Neanderthals describes humans encroaching on Neanderthal territory called Levant, which is today the modern Middle East, right by Israel. What? A hundred thousand years this ago. from? This was from the book, and the notes I took from the book. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I thought you were reading an article, and I thought we should source it. No, it's, no, it's from, from the book. it's okay. notes I took from the book. Um, so, yeah, the only documented encounter was just like the one described in the Bible. It was yeah. people coming from Africa to come to this area... And found that there's Neanderthals there, so they didn't go. That is what oh. happened <laughs> in this. So that's why I was like, Dan, I just learned the most insane thing. Amazing. And so they, this doesn't claim that it is the Bible. Who knows when the Bible fucking happened? Yeah. Like, it's just really but interesting. It, it shows yeah. that that is a thing that maybe the yeah. eventual mythology that went into the Bible was referenced. Yeah, or it's like they definitely did coexist and if the Bible timeline is is not, you know, during the time of that encounter, it could very well be encounters with close descendants like evolutionary descendants of Neanderthals, you Well, know? the timeline of when the Bible was written is probably much later than the timeline of when the stories in the Bible. Yeah, I'm just saying, whatever the distance is, it could, even if it's not, oh yeah, those were Neanderthals, it could very well be, like, that is a very recent, you know, like, relative to the Neanderthal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it might, they might be bigger, they might have different characteristics because they haven't just had their bloodline completely homo sapienized yet you know counterpoint what if they're half angels yeah also that (laughs) but if like the christians think yeah they're half angels yeah but no isn't that fascinating like humans didn't like homo sapiens specifically didn't spread out of africa because it was encroaching on neanderthal territory until humans got these giant brains and were able to 
out-resource the Neanderthals, essentially. And, um, anyway, the other thing that I found out that I knew you would love is that there... Well, I actually knew this in college, but they described it in the book, and there was parts I didn't learn in college, which was, there's a, like, there's a group of homo blah blahs um, called the Homo Florensius. Well, Homo sapien is like okay. one it, one kind of okay, homo the, something. Yeah, one of the many types of homos. There's Homo erectus. There's Homo sapien. <laughs> there's fucking all kinds of okay. homos. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of the newer discoveries from like mid 2010s is there's um this island in Indonesia. Oh, this where, is what you told me over text. Yeah, where there's a species of human called Homo floriensis or something along those lines. And uh, they were about three feet tall, like, at max. Incredible. And so the way that happens is that when uh, the planet is at a cycle where it's easier to cross along bodies of water because there's less water in the... There's more water in the ice caps, basically. So mm-hmm. at some point, the Earth had less water, so they could easily get to this island. Climate changes over time. The, they become stranded on this island, essentially. These mammals that have migrated there. Yeah. And the way the evolution was favoring the, you know, most fit to survive was the person who was the smallest and took up the least amount of resources. <laughs> so people evolved, every mammal on this island evolved to be miniature, including mammoths, including, like, birds, I guess. Like, I, or I guess not birds, because they okay, could fly. listen, listen. This is actually in a Christian book. Really? When you said miniature mammoths. Yeah? There is a book that I... Used to love, still love. I mean, I think Madeline Langle's great. Is it called Homo sapiens? Christian author. No, um, Madeline Langle is a Christian author, but she is like a cool one. Oh, cool. Um, it, well, she died a little while ago, right. so was. Yeah. Um, but uh, she wrote the Time Quartet, which includes A Wrinkle in Time, which is the one everyone's heard of. Oh. Um, but the sequel, one of the sequels to that, is called Many Waters, uh-huh. and it is about. The story of Noah, but it's about like two modern teenagers going back in time accidentally into the story of Noah. Whoa! Um, like the preamble to the story of Noah, kind yeah. of. Um, and they are way bigger than everyone else. <laughs> like everyone else is like three feet tall. Oh they God, have miniature so mammoths. Funny. They have like miniature. All of the animals are tiny. Oh my god! And <laughs> and everyone's like, "You guys are like really, really big babies. Yeah. What are you doing here?" No, humans have grown. Like Homo sapiens have grown over time. This yeah. happened to be an actual different. Yes, speech subspecies. I don't know what the word is for the distinction between Homo sapien and Homo floriensis. Yeah. I'm going to say it differently every time I say it. And I've That's just accepted fine. that. But That's if fine. you Google any spelling of it, you'll find it. Like, do your best guess. It'll come up. And if you Google <laughs> Many Waters by Madeline Langle, you will find yeah. miniature mammoths and a lot of descriptions of a sexual awakening wow. for some teenage boys. Oh, boy. Because small the women people? in those books don't wear shirts. <laughs> The women in that book don't wear shirts. And they're all small. <laughs> they're all small, but they they're adults. Shirts. They're just small adults. But the kids are big. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not... I guess it wasn't an adult woman. They're teenagers. They were crushing on teenage... Wi- teenage tiny people. That are small. Yeah. Wild. I don't know. I just remember there was a lot of description of... Uh, Breasts. Christian books are weird. I mean, I'm gonna these say books it. are good though. Okay, <laughs> it, 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 it was a, it was a female like author. Well, I know describing something that like normally wouldn't be in a Christian book. Okay, which was teenagers have feelings about sex and yeah. romance, and it does kind of can um what's the word like it does kind of. 
concede to evolution in a way because it's I mean, people get bigger because mm-hmm. of evolution, you know. I don't think that Madeline Lingle was a creationist. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, I mean, one of the reasons why she's a cool yeah. Christian. Yeah. Um, and everyone loves that one book, so. Wrinkle of Time? I haven't read it, but I hear it's, it's great. It's fucking great, man. Yeah. So <laughs> I hear good. it's great. The time travel ones are the best. A Wrinkle in Time actually deals with time the least. Uh, because it... A wrinkle in time is actually referring to how fast you can travel a great distance. Oh, that makes sense. So it's yeah. actually about because traveling time is like a very fabric, long distance. And then if you, yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't need to read it. We're good. No, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I definitely should. Like, I don't know. I'm sure there's a great audiobook where like Mindy Kaling or Reese Witherspoon. Oh or yeah, Oprah for sure. Reads, it's, Oprah like, was one in of the, the three movie of it. So. I think all three of those people were. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said that. <laughs> Anyway, so I would love to bring you more science sections, but don't worry, the popcorner isn't going anywhere. Um, but yeah. yeah, like I just, it was so insanely relevant and vindictive. Nope, vindicating. Vindicating. Yeah, vindicating. You got it. <laughs> I don't know words all the time, but <laughs> I used to say hyperbole. That's the one that I'll you know never what forget. when you read something and you haven't heard it said <laughs> that happens. Well, it's also that I once you explained to me that that was the word, I was like, oh, that's what that word means. <laughs> I'd heard it I said. Didn't realize I was the person who. I'd heard that. it said and not known what it meant, and then I'd seen it read and known what and it not meant, realized. but not realized. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah, I'm so smart. So anyway. That's been the science section, folks. This has been Bible Stories for Blasphemers, 2023 edition. Woo-hoo. We're back, baby. <laughs> We're back in a big way. We're back in a big way. Dan's got pink hair. I've got pink hair now. Yes. I didn't have that in the first half of the episode. I you can know. hear the pink hair energy <laughs> in this one, in this part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I think that's what we got, folks. So, yeah. uh, go buy Sapiens by Noah Yuval Harari. I oh, think that's okay. the name. All right. Or Yuval Noah Harari is one of those or just two. just listening to our podcasts. Yeah. At least do that. At least do that. Anyway, bye. 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 See ya. Yeah. <laughs>